from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Kobe. Good morning, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors Saturday morning. What a beautiful, lovely, low humidity Saturday morning. God, it was so nice to walk out. My car was dry. Got out and it was like nothing wet. It was a nice breeze blowing. It was yeah, nice a little and cool. It felt so good. Oh, man. It was like, like anything, you can smell that, uh, that fall in the air and you walk out with your little backpacky on, getting ready to head to the radio station, and the first thought is, "Dang, I wish I was in a tree stand right now <laughs> on a yeah. day like today." Today, today was a tree stand. Oh day. man, it would have been perfect. Well, I'm sure there are plenty of people out in tree stands this morning. <laughs> Last <laughs> night would have been an alligator night. Uh, met a, we'll talk about alligator hunting a little bit later on, but um, met a couple guys who were going out to try to fill some tags last night. Uh, was the wind? I didn't. I didn't notice. Um, I was in the house after work, and I didn't notice if there was a bunch of wind out there. There wasn't out out in my area. Okay. Well, then that means it wasn't anywhere, because where you live is a bubble, and if it's not in your bubble, then uh, you know we're fine. Yeah. So anyway, we are here in the studio broadcasting live this morning. It sure is dark outside. Uh, Braden Gunn, Bill George, and some guy down there on the end of the table. Down there, I have no idea who that is. You don't know who that is? I, I think he's bothered you more than no, once. No, never met the, <clears throat> never met him before in my life. <clears throat> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Uh, but of course, Jonathan uh, had to uh, take leave of absence. It seems that perhaps maybe he got himself a bad taco. <laughs> Got himself a bad little uh, case of the. Uh, I'm not getting and, away from this restroom in this bed. You can and, kiss my behind. I and there's not. a doctor somewhere saying, "I told you so. I told you. <laughs> told you not to eat that, dude. Sorry. <laughs> See what happens. Take my You're advice. You're supposed next to be time. on my diet, not your diet. Yeah, not that I've been a broccoli taco. We'd be all good now. See. <laughs> Poor guy deserved to get a little break on it. Uh, wait, where's that Jonathan? Voice? Yeah. He might get a break. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing this strange voice down at the end of the table. I don't know who that guy is. Who is he? This is who, Mike. Who? Is, who? You Mike. left the door open, so My, I jumped in. You know, I thought it was the delivery guy <clears throat> because we have like a half a <clears throat> Chevy Love bed full of food back here. I didn't know you were bringing breakfast, so I brought breakfast. So Listen. we've got plenty of... So if anybody needs how long uh, have I been doing this show? At least two days. How many times? Two. two how days. many episodes do you think it's been? Twelve, ten. Fifty-two weeks in a 12, year. Twelve, twelve, ten. Diego, I, help me out here. Stop I chewing. Bet you, I bet you I have close to two hundred episodes in Who? this thing. No. Fifty-two. Fifty-two weeks. That's, that's a no year. Way. There's no way. And not once has he ever brought anything in. That's <laughs> he brought a lie. two grocery bag fulls today. <laughs> that's all I have brought donuts in before. Diego can only uh, attest to a certain period, but uh, Diego, have you ever seen him bring anything in? Oh, here we go. Uh, not particularly. Uh, well, you <laughs> know, he maybe, must want something. Maybe if you guys show up every once in a while, you'd uh, yeah. you'd uh, get breakfast. <clears throat> and Jonathan, Jonathan usually <laughs> is. 
the guy who takes care of breakfast in here. That is true. Well, no, the reason why I did is because I knew we had a special uh, a new guest in here, and I wanted to make you feel welcome. So I yeah. didn't want to, to rely on Bill George showing up with some uh, breakfast burritos that well, might put him in the hospital like Jonathan. Well, Mike, Mike is... Uh, <laughs> he he's outdoors. He he who? does a lot of stuff in the outdoors. Mike, who who is this Mike you keep speaking of? The guy Mike. that wears the same clothes as Bill George because yeah, he yeah. looks good. Dude, I, I like so them Hawaiian under, shirts, Bill. I am so <laughs> underdressed this morning. I walked in. I was like, well, I need to go home and change. Well, Diego's even more colorful than me today. Yeah, he's got his uh, bright blue uh, fishing shirt on today, looking pretty sharp. But uh, no, he does. You do quite a bit of fishing, right? Oh yeah, a lot of fishing. <clears throat> Mike, do you um, have a last name at all, or are we just going to go ahead and uh, go past hey, hey, all hey, that? Hey, hey, hey. You don't want to let everybody start being able to Google him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's Mike Singleton. Oh, that's right. Mike Singleton. Yeah, I know him. <laughs> yeah. Related to some country singer, I think. Uh, that's Terry. Single Terry. That's the difference. <laughs> well, I, said, I didn't say they're brothers. I said they're related, you know. What? What? The, what? So the the singletons are a little drunker than the single Terry's because they can't pronounce the air e on the end of it. There's a strong chance. <laughs> so. I, I'm Mike Singleton, but I ain't no Harry because I can't say the Harry part. No, but you do you do quite a bit of fishing. Where, a lot of saltwater fishing, right? Yeah, I do a lot more uh, uh, bay fishing. I stay out on the bay a lot. Um, so, yeah, we've been doing a lot of that, staying up a uh, little harbor area. Um, okay. Little harbor? Yeah. That's Dave's area up there. And, oh, wait, little harbor? No, that's down south. That's uh, that's Brooksy Hall and Lori Hall uh, territory around there. So, and then you go up scalloping and all that stuff, That's right? the other side. Home of Sassa. Home of yeah, Cash. favorite area. place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Can you a... keep a trout up there? Yes. Yes, you can. So, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. That's why, that's why Dave is out there all the time. Wow. But now Mike is uh, filling in for Jonathan this morning. He was kind enough to get up early and drive here all the way over from, uh, where do you live? Up in like uh, Jacksonville, Florida or somewhere? God's uh, country, Plant City. Oh, yeah, that's right, Plant City. Uh, right place up I got out of. Yeah, and uh, gate's still open. Buddy. It grew up too much. <laughs> too much. Oh yeah, dude. Have you seen Lakeland lately? Ooh, yeah. You don't see me there, boy. It's gotten out of hand. Uh, but now uh, Mike was kind enough to come in and fill in the empty chair for us and come in and uh, take a whooping this morning and talk about what it is that he thinks he knows. And uh, it's all good. And so we're going to cover a lot of stuff today. I know that. I mean, we're full into dove season and deer season and. Everybody's out there doing kind of stuff that we should be doing on a beautiful morning like today, but no, we're in here eating McDonald's and Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah, we killed our food through the drive-thru this morning <laughs> with a credit card. Yeah, I'll have five of those and three of them, and uh, make sure you clean it. I don't want to take nothing back with no hairs on it. <laughs> you all right over there? <laughs> you all right? Sorry about that, buddy. I don't make yeah. you spit your coffee there. But, but what? I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to have somebody else's perspective who's not, you know. Do you listen to the show at all? Do you know anything about the show and everything? I mean, are you a big fan? You couldn't wait to meet us. I got the T-shirt. What's the deal, Mike? Every time uh, Bill comes on, I turn it up. And then Braden <laughs> starts talking, and I change it. Just there you go. The button, click over. That's you must not listen you. much. <laughs> yeah, really. He's always talking. <laughs> That's right. You must be shooting over a lot, over the, going all over the dial. 
Yeah, that's all good, man. That's all but good. Uh, well, no, seriously. I mean, you know, you've been obviously listening to uh, both sides of the station for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, we were talking with some about some of the the past talent that used to work over on the uh, 99.5 side of the building. And, yeah. And uh, so you, you and being a Plant City guy, you know that uh, that side of the radio station over on QYK. I mean, we. I mean, Plant City was a second home. I mean, we we stayed out there. That's when I'm out there. People are like, "Man, you live in Pinellas County? You 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 come all the way out here?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they go, "Do you do you know much about Plant City?" I went, "Dude, I probably spent more time in Plant City than I did in my own house." Constantly with the Strawberry Festival and uh, every other event and the rib. I mean, everything you think of, we were always out in Plant City, mm-hmm. and uh, which is why my father always tells me, "Why aren't you living in Plant City?" Why aren't you moving out to Plant City? I go, yeah, why aren't you moving out? I go, get out of this. I go, because they don't want me out there. You wouldn't have to deal with Mr. Christman. Yeah, but see, my name, my last name is not Drotty or Swindle or any of those <laughs> other big names out there. So, you know, I don't have a street named after me or a building in downtown. So, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not a gainy or anything like that. So, I, you know, I don't fit out there. I'd have to be out in the outskirts like you, Bill George. They'd have to put you way out there in the hinterland. Yeah. You know, where you can go out in the front porch and uh, use the restroom if you have to. Did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I got to watch it. Got a new neighbor. <laughs> See? That's why he's living way out there in the middle of nowhere, because those little old ladies that live on there along Alexander would be like, He's out front again, officer. <laughs> his baby days watering his roses. With a Hawaiian shirt. That Bill George is disgusting. Make him move out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a middle-of-nowhere break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by the great and wonderful folks out at uh, Brandon Ford. Go out and see them today. Get the car or their truck or your dreams. Boy, Robert went out this week, went out to see Brooksy, and he wasn't there. Not there. He was out. It ho- was beautiful weather. He was out hog hunting the night before and uh, apparently ran into some trouble. So we'll talk about that a little later. We'll be back. We'll take a break. Thanks, Diego. We'll see you in a minute. Okay, go ahead. Push the button. I'm not scared. so lovely it's so relaxing i thought diego was like, are you gonna talk i don't know he's over there he's he's all zoned out on uh bacon egg and cheeses and chicken honey biscuits over there he's I, like hey actually, he's just like, i don't know what he was watching man he's laughing just a little bit ago what are you watching in there are you, you youtube and stuff while we're sitting in there oh wait are you watching vince's episode of uh living the water life is a new one uh that did come out if you guys want to check that out on Carbon TV, mm-hmm. Invasion Everglades. But no, I'm just here chilling on YouTube. <laughs> just chilling on YouTube. <laughs> Why I, not? Did you get up at 6 a.m. and watch Bill George on his television debut this morning? He was on I've TV. I've seen him on television before. He, that, whatever it was, it wasn't his debut. Yeah, no. It wasn't the debut, but there was a show out. Started at 6 a.m. today, and I guess later on this week it'll go up on stream. And I was trying to find it today. And find out how I could watch it live on the I'm sorry. TV. Are you an IT guy or what? <laughs> well, I'm not an IT guy. You I can't find his own show. I don't know that particular TV station up in the middle of Podunk. You know, Podunk Midwest. Where? Midwest where? Nebraska, Oklahoma, I, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Yeah, 
Wait, is this the turkey stuff that you were doing with that no, guy? It's no, 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 no. This is an alligator hunt. hunt. It's an a, alligator hunt. He, what's the name of that thing? It's like uh, Outdoors. Uh, Surrender Outdoors. Uh, yeah, that's it. Surrender Outdoors. And uh, the guys came down, and you took them out for a gator hunt. And Cup, Yeah, two years ago, the Surrender Outdoors came down along with Jeff from One and Done Feeders. Came down, Yep. Um, went with Glenn and myself for one alligator. We went and hunted, got Jeff a real nice alligator. Then we turned around, and um, Michael from Surrender Outdoors wanted to do one. And Carlos... Do one. Alligator hunt. You mean killing it? Oh, yeah, killing an alligator. alligator. Okay. Carlos Carlos had worked out a deal with him to, that he'd let him use one of his alligator tags. Right. And so that, that was one of the most enjoyable days I had because we turned around, George and I... Put Carlos and them in the in the truck, and we started going. And Carlos had Polk County tags. Okay, so picture this: Polk County tags. We're taking Carlos out to do a TV recorded segment. Okay, and when we pulled in to where we were going alligator hunting, the sign on the gate said Tenerock. And Carlos immediately turned around and looked and said, my tags are good for here. My tags are good for here. I can't hunt here. And we said, Carlos, we're good. We're, we're yeah, going to just, okay. sli- slip in here and hunt. And, no, I don't and, know. No, no, yeah, it'll be okay, Carlos. Just trust us. It's for know? TV. It's all good. It, yeah. Nobody will know. Yeah. <laughs> well. This, of course, that's not true, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, I mean, uh, we, did, we did go do that. But George had a tag. Right. That was for Tenerock. Yes. And so Carlos was not in on the deal. We actually substituted, instead of filling one of Carlos's tags, we filled one of George's tags and went out there because it was a place that had never been hunted before. So, and if you're trying to film a TV thing, that's a perfect place. It, it, it was a perfect place to go. It good just, place to launch boats, small lakes, good, easy areas, easy access, easy out. Yeah. Lots of alligators. Yeah, and you so, guys what got a four footer? Yeah, we we ended up with a nice alligator. That his How big alligator. Is nice? Well, that one was just under ten, I think it was the the second one. But Jeff's was Jeff's was a big alligator. Eleven-er? But, yeah, something like a, around there. It's two years ago. You know how many alligators I've seen die? <laughs> but At least five. Last year, after that. We ended up with that thirteen five, and once you got that thirteen five in your head, everything else is everything else is a dink. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember shooting any spikes. (laughs) (laughs) Once you get that Mister Muy Grande, you're like, uh, yeah, I think I shot a spike back in uh, I don't know, nineteen ninety something. I don't know. I don't know. This is the one that counts. (laughs) That's what it is. It erases. Yeah, once you kill Godzilla, pretty much everything else is uh, you know a memory. But if you wanted to go check it out, I guess you could go to Surrender Outdoors. Sure. I, I know they have a Facebook page and all that kind of stuff, and uh, they're on some weird uh, channel. It's an online channel, uh, kind of like um, Carbon TV is. Uh, well, it's, it's free streaming on there. Today, so. today it was actually on live TV up in that region. Right. And then, you know, later on this week, it will come out on the stream, but... It's funny because when they first posted the little clip that says it was coming out, I'm sitting there. It's been a while, but I'm sitting there looking at that picture, and I said, 
Who would alligator hunt in a shirt like that? That'd be you. <laughs> was it Jonathan who wrote that? Uh, no, no. I, it was me. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because they cropped off everything but the alligator. They get, yeah. You got Bill George's shirt. You have the alligator, and then some guy sitting on the back holding his mouth open, and then over on the far right hand, right hand side, you can barely see Glenn in his big and wild shirt out there. So, uh, you know, he was out there. I remember when you guys went out to go do that, and it was pretty cool that you guys got it all done in like basically one night. Yeah, we we had a quick, easy hunt for with Jeff's alligator, and then the next day because we were. He had made the deal with Carlos. We went out with Carlos and had a good time. Had that's, a, had a really nice. good time. Uh, speaking of alligators, uh, <clears throat> I had a strange little uh, deal yesterday. I had a gentleman who came in and try, uh, try and buy a bunch of uh, GMB Gator gear, and uh, the supply is so severely low. It's just incredible <laughs> how, how I have to huh. scramble and like make things and try to find stuff. It's just crazy, but. Uh, came in and got himself a big old bang stick. Got a got the four ten. Oh, did he? Yeah, he got the four ten forty five long call. He wants a big bang. Did he? Did he? Was he going to use the four ten or the forty five? He was going to use the four ten because he had shells. Because trying to find forty five long call today is like trying to find uh, hen's teeth. So it's I thought there was some in in the store there last time I looked. The what? Forty five long colts. What? What? You can use any of the forty five colts. It's gator season and there's an ammo shortage. So okay. every. Uh, we you can't even keep forty four special, because all the Gator guys that have forty four mags they can't find forty four mags, so they're using forty four specials. So Maybe I need to go in the ammo business. <laughs> it's a little late. You need to hurry up. Uh, but uh, this gentleman came in, bought a lot of stuff, and then um, another guy came in and he was getting his supplies as well. And they got to chit chatting, and the guy goes, "Do you want an alligator?" And the guy's like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, I got one in the truck. If you want it, I'll just give you that one. If you want that one." And he's like, do I have to use my tag? He goes, no, no, it's not because um, I'm a trapper, so I can just transfer it over to you if that's what you want. Was so, the trapper's name Rob? Uh, don't know. But uh, he went and called the FWC, and they did all the right things, and they did all the proper paperwork and all that stuff. So here was this. This is the difference between Plant City and in the country and in the inner city. <laughs> Inner city, there's two trucks pulling up next to each other. There's an exchange of money and some sort of white or powdery or leafy product. <laughs> yeah. In Plant City, it's one guy handing the guy paper and all the other stuff, and then one guy throwing an alligator in the other guy's truck. <laughs> That's the way it works. God's coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. So uh, he had, I think, uh, like a five-footer. He had some teeny bopper, and, and the guy was like, it's really not worth anything to me. you know." And it he, isn't, and that, that, that's sad right now. The guy wanted it for food. You know, he wanted it for the tail and the meat and all the other stuff like that. So he was like, dude, I'll gladly give, take it off your hands. Yeah. And so he had to do a processor's type transfer thing or whatever. I don't know how that works, but uh, they it's did just it all a piece legal. of paper that says, hey, I, this is where this alligator got transferred to. And then, boom, it's yeah. your alligator. I get, I get a number of alligators given to me from nuisance trappers. That's awesome, man. I mean, you could go to Plant City. You go right there off of North Branch Forbes Road. You pull right off there. You can get all your... Fruits and vegetables and everything right there on the side of the road. Then turn the corner, go down the road a little bit, and pick up an alligator and go home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all good. And the guy, the trapper says, whew, I don't have to clean another one. I don't have to do anything with this. I don't have to do nothing. It's a shame you can't do that with hogs anymore, but uh, it's just the way it is. But uh, he was still going out. He had uh, uh, Marion County. Marion? Yeah. Wow. Marion County tags. So he wow. was going up there off the... 
he had one section of the Ocklawaha River and something else up there too. If so. I would have if I would have been hunting that, I would have been out there trying to hunt it more earlier in the season. Well, he didn't get a chance to because he works out of state, so he just now got back, and so he said the same thing. He said, "Dude, I went out and went scouting around. And the water's so high." And the water's pushed back so far back in the woods. He's like, I think I'm going to have a hard time. And the trapper said, here, man, here, download this. This is a good call here. And this is a this is a uh, baby call. And here's one in distress. And da, da, da. So he gave him a bunch of calls. And he said, just get yourself a little Bluetooth speaker. Put it on the top of the boat. Flank it over there. He said, just sit out in the middle and start looking for eyes because they'll come out of those woods and they'll come looking. Yeah. Mike saw that Bill, in action. Bill put his out on the front of the boat. We sat there quiet. All of a sudden, you take the flashlight and they're coming at you. Every, yeah. They're just coming. He's, uh, his is loud. It's, well, it's well, it a needs fox, to be. Bro. It needs to go out there and cover across that water. But on a quiet day when you don't have a lot of wind, you literally, I remember Glenn used to do that. Man, he would get that and just turn his cell phone up as hard as he could and just kind of hold it up over your head and kind of, you know, move it around. They'll come. And they'll come. They got great hearing. Yeah, we were sitting there right at the bank, and all of a sudden, what, 20 feet in front of the boat, bloop, pops one staring at us. (laughs) You talking to me? Yeah. (laughs) Where's that kid at? Where's that free and blown sandwich at? (laughs) It it is amazing sometimes, you know, how how much they've come. And I have had years, it's been a number of years ago, but I actually had one over 10-foot, come hit the side of the boat, blow up next to the boat, and then after he blew up trying to get out, hit the outboard as he's getting out. Of course, well, now my, you just made it bad. Yeah, well, of course, my brother at the time is sitting there with the spear gun in his hand and misses the alligator at point-blank range. <laughs> <laughs> Which is usually how you miss it. Yeah, yeah, usually it's when you're right there and you're shaky and you're moving. and uh, you well, know. It's, it's quite an adrenaline rush when you see something pop over up. 10 foot. Yeah. No, 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 he didn't pop up. He came at us like a torpedo. I mean, he was he was coming at us. He came and hit us. Makes you wonder what the little uh, teenager was saying under his breath in gator language. Yeah. Must have been come something. Come eat me, come eat me. I don't think that's what he was nah. saying. He was probably saying something like, yeah, whatever, boomer. Yeah, I don't think so. And the old boomer came swimming up to show that young whippersnapper just exactly what I can do right here, and this is all good. More Gator Chat when we come back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. It's Braden Gunn, Bill What's-His-Face, and Mike over there. Do we, are we going to go with Mike Singletary, or are we going to go with Mike Singleton? Ton. Oh, you do? You want to stick with ton and not be a famous country star? You don't? Okay, fine. Well, you already told me the difference in the two. I'll go with the ton. Or a football player. You could be a football player, too. <laughs> We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and uh, listening to the show. You know, if you want to, if you feel so inclined, you can always call at uh, 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. If you'd like to uh, engage in conversation or if you have a question or anything like that, you're more than welcome to uh, 
join in. Uh, during the break, uh, Bill's phone was uh, blowing up. Apparently, uh, the gentleman that I was referring to was listening to the show, so thank you for that. Yeah. We appreciate that. And uh, I didn't want to say any names or anything like that in case there was some sort of <clears throat> nefarious no. underlining, no. Uh, you know, unlawful activity. No, no, it's all, it's all good. And, and, you know, most of those trappers out there are just really good guys. They are, and know? they work hard, and uh, believe it or not, uh, they do a great service, and I know that there was a uh, there's a trapper out right now trying to get an alligator that was out uh, last week and pulled a dog off of the uh, off the banks of a uh, a lake out in Catherine 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 Catherine. You mean and what an alligator's supposed to be doing? Yeah. Now, <clears throat> now this was a, uh, a a large dog. This was not some yappy little uh, Mrs. Jenkins, you know. No, bam, 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 no. Little pokey's gotta go. Uh, you know. This was a. Uh, but that's what they do. A German Shepherd uh, puppy that was about six, seven months old. So he was a pretty big old dog, and it happened in the blink of an eye. And when the homeowner came home, he's had two other, two or three other dogs, and uh, was like one was missing, and he went and asked the neighbors and said where could it be, and went all over the place, and then decided, you know what, I got uh, security cameras out here. Let me go check that boink. Got to watch the whole carnage right happen right there. And I mean, dude, like that. Those dogs, as soon as they went up to the side of the lake where they usually go swimming, that gator has been watching those dogs, you know that, for for probably a week or so. Yeah. And waited for those those dogs to come down there and do what they normally do. And he was like, okay, next time you got suckers down here, man, that's it. Wow. I mean, and he grabbed that is, one and drug him in, and it was over. It It, it is sad, you know, that, you know, that alligator is just being an alligator. Probably would not have done the same thing if a human was there, but we just we just can't. Now, when you say human, you mean full grown ass human, or are you talking about a seven or eight year old? It's, yeah. it's funny they even a little person they they're not they are wary about humans. Just the smell of a human. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I know you say that, but uh, you know, I've been around certain lakes before where there's like. Uh, some major submarines that come out of the southern end of the lake, and somebody been feeding them, and and when my a lot kids, of times somebody's been feeding. When my them. kids were little teeny tiny guys, you know, and I would go down and we go fish. Uh, it was like you guys stay like behind me, right next to me, right here, you know, so that I'm watching, you know, polarized glasses the whole nine yards, trying to keep and pay attention to what's going on in front of me because otherwise, and you got to have a plan. I mean, the whole time I'm sitting there fishing, I'm like, okay, so if he snatches me over here on my right-hand side, i got to make sure I grab my bag, get my knife out, do the thing. And, and, uh, you know, I mean, you're literally playing the scenario through your head. I know that's crazy, but that's living in Florida, you know, and, and living I, here for a long time. So. And I think about it when I'm wading through the swamps out in the woods going sure turkey hunting. Yeah. And to me, I go wading through these swamps, and all of a sudden, you see all this tall grass and this and that. And I don't worry about that. But when you turn around and all of a sudden get in an area – and there's no more grass showing, and you see lily pads, that's where an alligator's And little smooth trails <laughs> coming up off the side of the pond that's, there. That's where that alligator has uh, <laughs> dug that out, and it's like, okay, we better circle that spot. Yeah. I, I posted that video on my Facebook just because of some folks, after I post pictures of alligators, they, they put sad faces, they put cry faces, all that. I put it out there. I said, you know, you can see why sometimes we need to have these tags, why these yeah. tags are important, why we're pushing this to take these off the water, because there's getting so many out there. That well, and apparently on that lake, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but uh, 
there's not just one. There's like multiple large alligators on that lake. Yeah, the, the homeowner had, had said that he has seen multiple out in front of his dock just sitting there. Well, yeah, because those dogs are always out there yapping and flapping and walking around playing yeah. in the water. I think he, a couple of them are labs, and you know how they are some, with water, dude. Somebody we know out there has has some good gators right now out out off their dock, and uh, I'm trying to get the guy out there with Hillsborough County tags to go um, reduce the population. And then he, <laughs> I'm like, "Can you go now?" He's like, uh, "My wife's not here, and I can't. I got a three month old and a three year old." I'm like. We can take them. (laughs) (laughs) Tie them up on a seat on top of the boat. It's all good. We can do it. We can make this happen. Bill Bill hands a pole to my nine-year-old with a a a nine-and-a-half-foot, hands a pole over to her. I'm like, I'm jumping. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Nope. He goes, back off. Let her do it, Let her do it. Let her do it. Mac Mac looks over at Bill. Not not her dad. Looks at Bill. Am I good? Am I okay? Yep. Bill's like, just keep doing what you're doing, honey. Don't don't let any slack out. Keep it tight. And then remember Lacey and Gracie, they were all over it. They were <laughs> like, I want in on this. And, and they're like 12, 13. They're all over it. Bill looks at me, just let them go. You know, because normally it's just me. Yeah, super dad. Yeah. And this yeah. year, my wife and my uh, buddy Fred, his wife, Stephanie, they were the ones that got tags. We didn't get tagged. Oh, good for you. Well, well, that's good that you're a good dad. You wouldn't go out and shoot a hog out from underneath your daughter. That's yeah. good. Like like Braden did. Like, like Braden would. <laughs> Goes out there for the kids, and who comes back with a big old pig? Dad. <laughs> she was on the ground. I was still in the tree stand. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Just let him uh, eat my child? No, I'm not no. going to let him eat my child. You know, so, the funny uh, thing is, though, to go back to, we were talking about the gator call. The funniest thing is, I've tried telling my wife every year. I'm like, this 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 lake that we go on, it looks like marbles at night. It just looks like someone throws these marbles when you shine the light. She didn't. Okay, whatever. You know, she's heard all because the of the eyeballs right. reflecting out in Correct. the water. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, Bill throws his call up on the console. All of a sudden, she says, "Look all around us." And this is during the day. Here they come, all lined up. Well, then the other night when we were out, Bill, remember we started shining? Yeah. It was probably, it was just got dark. She's like, I cannot get over how many are staring at us. Yeah. Honey, don't fall out of the boat. This would not be a good time. <laughs> it's like falling out of the boat when you're out tarpon fishing in but, Boca Grande. It's like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's not a good time it, to fall out of the boat. It's really great for me having those kids out there on the boat, you know. Yeah. We've, we've seen a lot and, you know fishing and everything you've caught a lot of fish right. and now now being able to watch it through those kids eyes or somebody who hasn't been before his eyes just is incredible to me just the amount of enjoyment i get yeah. watching those people do that and well also it's the education yeah i mean because now you've you've i don't want to say created but you've taught a child the uh the right information so if somebody ever came to that child and told her how bad alligator hunting was or that it was not needed or (laughs) or uh you know it's an evil thing like you said where people were putting up sad emojis or angry emojis about alligators now you have a child who literally as a young kid which will be an experience that they will never ever ever forget right ever and now she can be the one to go you're wrong Mm-hmm. I've done it. Have you ever gone out alligator and, hunting? Have you ever done what I've done? Because that's Mac, am I right? Bill? Yeah. But the yeah. one thing is funny that Mac—that's my daughter, McKinley. She takes from Bill, and this is one of the greatest things that she could learn. Is Bill is all about safety. Oh yeah. So we had two boats out the other day, and I'll just give a great example. 
I had, I thought my hook was in the eye, and he came out, and Bill says, hey, y'all need to put that hook on that eye. And I was like, I didn't even know it came undone. Later on, I'm sitting there holding the pole, and we're we're watching for bubbles, and, the, you know, you got to have the hook off. Sure. Well, in Mac's world, Bill just told you <laughs> that that is pushed. I said, Mac, we're chasing bubbles. you got to have it off the eye. No, I'm going to ask Mr. Bill. You don't. I'm going to ask Mr. Bill. I'm you like, don't. I'm like, I'm the dad here. Yeah. If not, Bill, it's child support yeah. time, buddy. Let me end up in hey. the Let me end up in the she, ER on my own. Th- she will end up being somebody who can take people out one day, you know. If she chooses to. If I she mean, chooses But at to, least she has the education and she has the knowledge to be able to, A, not only talk about it, but also defend it and also experience it. And I will say this about Bill as well. I mean, uh it was hard for me to give my son to him for the day and let him sit in a tree stand. And, you know, your dad, you want to be there for his first, you know, first hog or whatever. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I was alone when I shot my first one. I was out with my dad, and he went, you go over there. I'm going to be right over here about 50, 60 yards away. And, you know, he let me get the first shot and do all that other stuff. So he was still there in the moment, but he wasn't sitting next to me. It didn't have to be that way. But... Bill, you know, uh, sometimes, and I tell this about people who try to teach their wives firearm training, sometimes it's better to have somebody you don't know sitting there telling them the safety rules because they seem to listen more. If it's dad or somebody telling them, it's like, oh, all dad did was sit there and tell me to stop fishing or to make sure my safety was on. Or da, 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 da. <laughs> and and it's, it, I mean, you know how kids are. They take it from their parents like you're scolding them. You're but right. if it's a stranger, <laughs> they go, well, it's like a teacher. You know, yeah. I got to listen to this guy. He knows what he's doing. And Bill whispered all through him through the whole process. You know, here he comes. Give him some time. Yeah. Wait. Get him around. Let him get to this. Get to that. It's like having a perfect guide there. And he's like, all right, get, you got your safety off. You ready? Ready? Got it. You lined up. Do your thing. Bang. Boom. It's done. And then he's like, hey, congratulations. It's all good. Yay. Let's call your dad. Get him yeah. over here. And guess what? You get to drag this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the whole entire experience. And then not only do you get to drag it out, now we get to go clean it. <laughs> and you get to go do that too. So yep. there's none of this. You got to learn. It's none yeah. of this, you know, where let dad drag it out, you know, let dad clean it up and do all that stuff. I got to sit back and, and watch him sweat his butt off dragging that pig out of the woods, man. Oh, I, I got a funny story about Jonathan dragging a, a pig out. It's hilarious. <laughs> Does this have anything to do about bad Jonathan, tacos? hope you're listening. Oh, oh right. I do. And not throwing up. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by our good and wonderful friends out there. Brandon Ford, go by and see him today. Brooksy should be there today. I think he's healed out from his big, giant, massive hog hunt this past week, so he's all good. Go see him today, and then keep listening to us. We'll be back in just a minute or two. Microphones are on. Here we go. Big Wild Outdoors. It. I had to finish the offline story. Uh, offline. Not, not everything that we do should be openly talked about. Not everything. This is a free and open society in here, man. We can we can talk about anything in here. We can, and it's not. There's nothing illegal about talking about it. But there's certain relationships you work to build, and 
and you know. No, I don't know. That's why I asked. Braden, Bill, and Mike in the studio today. Uh, Jonathan is out taking a day, uh, a little relaxing uh, breather day. Uh, apparently a bad taco knocked him down, so we're all good. And uh, he, uh, he invited Mike to come in and hang out with us. Mike Singleton, if you know who he is, he's a big name, big star around Plant City area. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. He's a big rock star out there <laughs> in Plant City. He's always out there burning up the roads and that big old truck of his out there, you know, smoky burnouts. Do you, do you remember the one day I turned around and ran out of gas? I told you I ran out of gas yeah. coming in. His wife is the one who first saw me on the side of I-4. <laughs> she recognized me because of yes the, the shirt. shirt yeah the shirt <laughs> that's exactly how she did it well Mike wouldn't have been able to see he was too busy passed out in the parking lot yeah. of Taco El Taco El Rey Tacos over there with with Jonathan yeah with yeah. Jonathan out there uh, on you know getting a taco but uh, before the break we were talking a little bit about some uh, alligator activities that you guys have been uh, doing I know that uh, Bill took Mike and his clan out uh, girls. Uh, you no. guys were we outnumbered on the boat? I think you guys were outnumbered, weren't you? There was oh, more yeah. females than males oh. out there that that night, and yep. uh, but you guys did really well. Uh, you'll see those pictures up on the uh, Facebook page on Big and Wild if you want to go check them out. But uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about your uh, activities. Did you want to bring up anything else, or uh, Mike? Anything well, at all? Or on that alligator hunting with Mike the other day, you know, a lot I've been going on the boat with them. You know, just trying to pass on some of my my techniques and show them some of the stuff that I look at and do when I'm on, on the water and trying to help out there. But the other day, my son decided he wanted to take his girlfriend out, so we went out, and, of course, we were on an alligator. He, was, he wasn't no slouch and this and that, and so called them over, see, see if they wanted to let the kids fight it, so they turned around. Came on over. We end up putting some of the kids on the boat, and it's like they're fighting it on the rod. And said to them, "Do do y'all want to take that alligator?" And Fred's like, "I don't know. I, I I don't know how big it is." Well, I said, "Well, it's no dink, you know." And he's like, "Well, I don't know. I just I really just don't know how big it is." So after hearing about three or four times, I don't know how big it is. It's like, okay, let's let's see how big it is. <laughs> Bring it up here. So, so we live caught it, brought it in, <laughs> and tape measured it. <laughs> hey, and the legs were open. Everything was there was no duct tape on nothing. It was just right up on the bow of that boat. I said now, it had electrical tape on its mouth. But I'm saying he could have flipped, rolled, did whatever he want. Max, he wasn't going to do that. Hey, did you notice Mac backed up? Any other time, <laughs> Mac's got to be up in the middle of all of it. About the time that he brings it up on deck, Mac's gone. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, got to leave the young ones in the back to jump on it if it rolls back off in the water. Uh, so, I don't think you'd have got Mac helping you. It's all good. <laughs> well, on a, on by a, the end of the season or next season, I, she'll be up there. <laughs> That's probably true. She'll be out yeah. there ready to roll. But uh, that was one of those things that I had that with the gentleman yesterday. The conversation was he was not aware of the fact that you could actually um, do that. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who have gator tags who don't understand that you could bring it up there as long as you have the, the hook in it and you don't have a harpoon in it that, you know, you can take a gander at it and see if you want to decide to keep it or not. And if not, you know, reel your rod tip down to the – I do not recognize. I do not him. recommend reeling your rod tip down. I do recommend taking a gaff 
or something and just knock that hook off. If you can, that yeah. alligator will see that rod tip and it will bite it. Um, that that is the last place you actually want your rod. Last time I was out, I actually had a rod destroyed. Captain Mike Amex is actively uh, finishing up a, a replacement for it. So, so what you do? Just chop off eight inches and put a new tip on it? Uh, not this one. It's it's half gone. Well, that'd be a shorty rod. <laughs> but that, that's a stout rod. That's a funny thing you said that uh, the other day when we were going out there and you got that eight and a half footer. Uh, there were some uh, young guys sitting out there about to leave out, and they said the only thing that stinks is if you hook them, you got to keep them. So if you don't know what they look like, and you know what if it's three or four feet, and he goes, I was told by an officer that I'm not allowed to release it. If I if I hook it, I got to keep it. I was like, well, what if it's undersized and you don't know? I mean. Basically, once they get 18 inches, they're legal. And FWC used to have that as a guideline that you were to take all the alligators if you you did that. But a number of years ago, like anything else, if you don't like the way the rules are, don't necessarily go out and break them. Turn around and work to change them. And that is a rule I work to get changed not everybody, very few people should be grabbing a hold of a live alligator and trying to bring them in the boat. I do not recommend that on a regular basis to no, anybody. Especially not for a newbie. But <laughs> yeah. but yeah. to to take a pole, you see that eight-foot pole. That we have, actually, it's a 10-foot pole that has an eye hook in the end of it. Mm-hmm. And it's actually bent at like a 45-degree angle. And the eyes actually opened just a little bit. And so what we do is we put that around the line and run that down until you feel the hook. And then you just push that right off of the alligator. That's a good idea. Because that barb is not actually in the alligator. Um, It's just kind of caught on the scales of the alligator. It's like a hangnail. And and that is is one of the things FWC did is as long as we have a non-injurious method of attaching to them and those are either a snatch hook or a snare as long as we've only done those two items to it we can legally release that alligator and you know there's there's back in the old days it was you maybe turn off a video camera and then you go oops he got off Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. when when he wasn't what you were looking for now that alligator has not been harmed in any way shape or form but for me, if I have any alligator that's rolled up in a line or anything, I want to leave that alligator released completely, you know, no line attached to him, nothing tangled up, because I don't want that all of a sudden it's tangled in him, and then all of a sudden as he grows, it's cutting into him. So I want to bring him up completely, clean him up, and release him yeah. unharmed, just slightly irritated yeah bill george is so nice he usually gives him a nice good back massage back and, uh, a little, little lavender. baby oil yeah a little lavender yeah. oil little that, that's gonna be diego's job you know <laughs> a little aromatherapy and then uh sends him on his way before so. the end of the season diego's getting out you know that's he, he's like any other person you know he leaves it uh better than it was when he found it you know that kind of thing but so, a little you know, floss on the teeth sure we're, we're, you know a little dental yeah. work it's all yeah. good <laughs> it uh, makes for a nice alligator the next time you snag him but no, now this gentleman that I spoke to was unaware of that practice that you could do that. And then thank goodness the trapper was there too. So he could answer a lot of questions um, and, and help the, the gentleman out a lot. And I, 
That's why it is so important. If you know somebody who uh, next year, I mean, uh, Bill George, you know, he did two seminars this past year um, in one location, then also went down south and did that. And since the FWC wasn't doing them with the whole, uh, you know, C-19 thing going on, uh, it was very important for people to learn that. And it's one of those things where you need to learn the rules and know it so that you're not out there harpooning a four or five footer and then go, well, I went out. It was just, well, I won't do that again. And then you get discouraged about it. It's the same thing when it comes to uh, uh, the guys who don't know about bringing in bucks and, you know, out of state and things like that. The, the time to learn about those things is not when the FWC officer is explaining oh, yeah. it to you while he's writing you a citation right. or and, something. Or and, a, or a processor is turning your, your stuff away because he's not allowed to touch it. He's like, Would you, I know you were up in Alabama and you got bones all in this, man. I can't do anything with this. And I know we've talked about it before. Even if you know that you're right when the FWC officer's there, you can kindly try to inform them what the rules are. But don't get in a fight with him at the on the boat. Just if he wants to write you a citation, write you a citation. It'll get cleared up later. But <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> the last thing you want to do is be getting in a fight with a law enforcement officer out there in the field. That uh, you there's don't no know what. It. Yeah, there's no win. That you're, you're not going to win at on there. If it, once they turn around and commence to believe in their right. Unless you turn over. around and sit there and know the rules and say, look at 68A-da-da-da-da-da-da, could you please read that for me? Have it in your pocket. And they say, well, I don't have my book with me. Well, go to your truck and get it. I know it's there in the truck. Come on. You know, unless you turn Call around and can incite the rules and your regulations off, um, you know, fix, get that straightened out a little bit later. Um, you know, the sad thing is if you don't know a rule or regulation – it's 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 ignorance on your part. If yeah. they don't know it, this is this is an honest quote. Can you please help us officer the officers learn because they they don't know everything. It's like you expect me to know that you <laughs> close trout and redfish and this and that, and you're going to write me a citation, but you want me to help educate them. Well, the other problem is if you argue with them, get them too mad, you're going to spend about three hours putting your boat back together when they go start looking through, <laughs> making sure you have everything. No. It, no, what no, what I, turned out what turned way. out to be, you know, a simple violation come out to be five or six tickets now because you just made them mad. Well, I always, I learned a long time ago, and uh, especially it's, uh, I had friends who were, uh, you know, in the FWC and were officers out there and still do. Uh, the worst thing that you can do is uh, when you uh, – you lie to them, one of those kind of deals uh, where, you know, uh, the boat pulls up and the guy says, uh, I need to see your fishing license, sir, and you hand it to him, and he says, I need to see yours as well, and you know, and the person says, well, I wasn't fishing, I'm just out here, you know, hanging out, and he's like, really? Because I've been sitting over there off yeah. of that point over there watching you for 30 minutes, and I watched you reel in three trout, so um, you were fishing, so, uh, you know. As soon as you start off with a lie, then things go downhill oh, usually yeah. pretty quick from there. So do, do one of two things: either keep your mouth shut, <laughs> yeah, or just say, or yes, just sir. answer the question. Yes, sir. Yes, I need sir. to see your fishing license, and you say honestly, or ma'am. I, I don't. There have, are there are there are quite a few female officers. I don't have I don't have one. And he says, "Well, that's you know, I'm going to write you a citation. I saw you. Okay, man, do what you got to do." And the worst of the ones that argue, they don't have their license. I left it at home. It's in the truck or in the car. They can and know online. 
Oh, they instantaneously. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's nowadays, dude. All they have to do is swipe your driver's license. They could swipe it through their little computer uh, tablet thing and go, "Yeah, it says here you don't have a license, or you don't have this particular license to be doing this particular activity," which sadly, you know, we all have to have. You know, and I, I when we sell a hunting license, I always tell them, "I go, do you need a migratory bird?" Uh, I don't think I'm going to be dove hunting. Okay. You say you don't think you're going to, but if your brother-in-law calls you. It costs zero dollars. It costs you nothing. What about if you go offshore and you do refishing? Well, I probably won't do that, but okay. If there's a possibility that you are, just get it. thousand percent. It doesn't cost you anything, bro, except if you don't have it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, top of the hour. Here we go. Hour number two. Wow, dude. You guys talk a lot. We're going to take a break, and uh, we're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stick around. Hour two is right around the corner, you guys. We'll be right back. I'm not afraid to 